0: Hello, and welcome to the Porterville Unified Pod. The goal of this podcast is to continue to communicate with our family, students, community, and all those that we love that live here in Porterville around those topics that are important to education and to the Porterville Unified School District. My name is Andrew Woodley, and today my guest is Jacob Bowker, the principal of Granite Hills High School. Jake, start by telling us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, thank you for having me today, Andrew, and I really appreciate being here. Uh, First and foremost, uh, I grew up in Porterville. Um, I'm a fourth-generation Portervillian. Uh, proud graduate of Menachee High School and the Porterville Unified School District System. I uh, attended Long Beach State uh, for my undergrad and then San Diego State for grad school. Uh, I've taught high school math and AVID and science on Catalina Island. Pretty crazy uh, for Avalon K-12, which is part of Long Beach Unified School District. And then ultimately, I made my way back to the Central Valley where I was an administrator in VUSD and now back to Porterville Unified. Um, so this is my 14th year in education plan to spend another 25 years as a servant leader in this profession and hopefully in this district. And I am happily married to my wife, Irma and my three amazing kids, Landon, Sophia and Grayson. And we enjoy being outdoors as much as possible.
0: All right. Well, Jake, thanks for being here today. So you're new to Granite Hills. So tell me, uh, from this perspective, what makes Granite Hills such a special place?
1: You know, I I love this question. And, and, you know, just today, for instance, uh, I had a teacher come to me and I thought he was asking for some help. And he said, uh, I just want to let you know, continue doing a good job. And I, that's the first time in a long time I've seen that. And uh, in, in, where, you know, it's a typical, you get complaints and requests for stuff. So that was neat. But I was supposed to be part of the first graduating class of this amazing school. But after my first year at Menachi I did not want to shift over, you know, after granite was built, because I'd already established some roots at Menachi And Now that I'm fortunate to be part of this campus, I can honestly say that the staff is committed to serving these students and the teachers and support staff feel like family and they have made my first few months here feel like home. Um, In addition, the students we get to serve are humble, they're grateful, they're ready to be led. Uh, The campus itself is very beautiful and offers great views to the scenic surroundings of Granite Hills and the beautiful foothills leading into the Sierras. Today at Rotary, I had two student guests that made me look good just because of how involved they are with everything on campus. Uh, I'm very proud to be able to, to see that.
0: So Porterville is known for its Pathways program, and and usually what we kind of get recognized for. So talk to me about what Pathways Granite Hills offers.
1: Yeah, I love it. We have great Pathways in this district. Of of that 14 Pathways, there we have three of those amazing ones here at Granite Hills High School. Uh, and it you know, addition to in addition to our growing Ag programs, uh, we have. Our Law, Justice, and Ethics, or LJE. We have the Academy of Careers and Education, or ACE, as well as the Computer Operations and Development Education, or CODE. Uh, those three pathways serve a total of 572 students this year at Granite Hills, which is about 48% of our student population of just 12, over 1,200 students, so uh, pretty amazing.
0: So what if I'm not a Pathway student? I live in Granite Hills boundary areas, and I'm gonna go there. What does Granite Hills offer me?
1: And that's a great question. And that's the question we constantly ask ourselves. What can we do better to offer those students who just choose not to be in a pathway, which is fine. So Granite Hills has two ag career pathways, the ornamental horticulture and animal science. We also offer AVID for each grade level, and we hope to grow to two AVID sections per grade level in the next four years. Uh, Students who choose not to be in a pathway or an ag or an AVID can also join a variety of amazing extracurricular service-based clubs, such as Zonta and Interact and um, the Heartwarming Heartwarmers Club, as well as athletics and dozens of other clubs uh, with our guidance team working in complete synergy uh, with one another. We aim to serve 100 percent of our students with the graduation plan that outlines college and career ambitions and to plan to accomplish those goals. And the, the key is we don't want anybody left behind. We don't want anybody who uh, isn't isn't having some authentic one on one attention, regardless of the, the support system they choose to, to seek out.
0: So looking forward to the future and talking about your, your future goals over the next few years. It also, uh, it's probably important to take a step uh, back and talk about the past few years where we've been in distance learning and education has not been business as usual. Uh, So what is Granite Hills doing to help students readjust uh, after being out of school for the last year?
1: Yeah, I appreciate this question because that was my first uh, big concern uh, as I made this transition over is how do we respond coming off of COVID, especially the last couple of years that we've been dealing with this. And so our guidance and psychology teams have created digital forms for students to make appointments uh, to be seen for any social emotional learning need. uh, And our team is working to develop tier one social emotional learning activities for all of our students. Uh, We mentioned this at our admin meeting yesterday authentically continue to look for better ideas to reach all of our students, even those who may not want to uh, necessarily sh- share that they have concerns with themselves. Um, we continue to acknowledge the perseverance our students regularly um, show with our new positive postcards, uh, where we ask teachers to mail five per week to students, and they can have help translating them and handwriting, um, you know, in handwritten cards for our students and counsel- by their counselor if needed, as well as recognizing 12 students per month uh, to join me. They're nominating teachers and parents for a lunch. We've established a monthly Marigold Award for staff members who demonstrate outstanding commitment to growing those around them and continuous support. Um, Though our team continues to show commitment to our students, the great thing about students coming back to a semi-normal school year is that uh, they seem to be eager to be back and more appreciative of the structured learning environment. Our students enjoy being with their peers during unstructured times, and our staff seem to also be enjoying the sense of normalcy uh, that they're seeing back this year. Um, But I want to add that we're constantly looking at ways to, to recognize our students and, and to have a qualitative feedback from them. Every time I have a student in my office, I ask them, you know, what can we do better to serve you? You know, how are you doing? How, how are family at home? And then uh, I had one recently say he's not doing so well, but we got him plugged in. Academically, great. But he finally
0: acknowledged that as his senior year, he, he needs some support. All right. So Grandon Hills is on a little bit of a different schedule. You guys are on a block schedule. Um, so talk to me about that block schedule why why is Grand Hills on that schedule what does it do for students
1: you know and it's been a traditional schedule at this site that I'm learning um, personally I've taught in both systems you know in multiple schedules modified blocks uh, one through seven Um, and I have pros and cons for both, but before I arrived at Granite, the current block schedule had been in place for years. Uh, and personally, my preference is one through seven because I mostly taught under that system with five preps, even though it's hard with sub plans. Um, I think having that time on task with students every day personally is, is is beneficial, but in, in doing some unbiased research and rounding with staff, um, I, I can understand the perceptions of the pros and cons and less transitions, less interruptions, um, but I, um, you know, again, I appreciate the daily interactions with my students when we're not on a block. Um, I also, uh, you know, again, going back to a time on task with a one through seven schedule and the fact that if a student had missed school for athletics or other reasons, we could make them up and, and get them caught up and make up any work when they return to school, which you can't necessarily do on an even and odd block schedule. Uh, again, after speaking with various staff here on campus, there seems to be comfort with this block schedule as teachers discussed the ability to conduct elaborate science labs and other activities. I know band really appreciates it for, you know, practice and being out in the field. Uh, substitutes have mentioned the difficulty though, of keeping students engaged for 90 minutes. Uh, we've constantly had to reiterate how we have sub plans for our, our students and, and, you know, keep them engaged and not make it a nap time. Um, I'm curious to see how alternate schedule systems benefit students the most as well as, you know, various needs on campus that, you know, we're talking about a rotating block, four by four blocks, simple one through seven schedules. And although this is something that we have to negotiate, we want to look at uh, do our front front loaded research ahead of time to see how we can compare to other districts around us. Um but I do want to say, I hope that at some point in the near future, we have a calibrated high school schedule so that we may share students for courses and bus them to and from as well. That was my biggest concern. Regardless of the schedule that we're on, we serve the same students. And if one site is able to have a credential teacher or a program that offers something that my students can benefit from or vice versa, I want to be able to make that available.
0: So I'll say a refreshingly a refreshingly authentic uh, answer there, Mr. Bowker. Um I think we all struggle with some of the schedule conversations and uh, definitely I think we've spent some time as a district trying to investigate what's best for students. So I appreciate that answer. Uh, So I'm a student at Granite Hills. What does my average day look like?
1: You know, depending on if you wake up on time or not, it it, it depends, you know, I I know that we are addressing tardies right now and students coming off of COVID have gotten really good uh, at sleeping in if they chose the distance learning platform. Uh, But you know, an average day consists of students being greeted at the gate on campus Um, in the morning. We make sure that we have campus supervisors and admin out there, uh, that we're making sure they're all good. Students socializing with peers, uh, you know, also we have z- z- before school starts, we have our, our grizzly prep support or GPS tutoring support with a teacher, um, you know, grabbing a bite to eat outside and, and socializing with friends. Students then head to their daily per, uh, period one class. That's the one class we have every day where they hear the daily morning announcements led by a student. Um, we also then, you know, have our teachers uh, possibly depending on if they're where they are, teach their uh, go over their SEL daily lesson that we offer them to to share with students and it's a quick five minute video that we get uh, and share out with staff and uh, then transition to their first block period. Students then have brunch, class, lunch, and then their final block class. But after school, many students transition to athletics. Uh, we're trying to grow that number. We want to get students involved with things. We also have GPS support again after school, um, club meetings at lunch and after school, and, you know, and then they'll dissipate and go home on foot or on car or on bus, but there isn't a day that goes by where there isn't an activity going on for a group of students, which I love. Uh, It keeps me, it never makes it boring. There's always something for me to go and see and take pictures of and showcase, uh, whether it's put on by the guidance department, a pathway, ASB, or one of our many clubs.
0: All right. So being new to the site, I know you have a lot of ambitious plans. Talk to me about what's next for Granite Hills. What are you looking forward to in the next few years?
1: This is an excellent question. I'm looking forward to seeing the concept of better be the norm. And we can always pursue better in all that we do from academic excellence to providing support to staff and students for SEL needs. Um, But I also look forward to seeing my own capacity grow as I continue to reflect on my own practices uh, and being that reflective practitioner um, as a servant leader. How do I find ways where I can maximize my own growth as well as support the needs of our staff and students? I think most of the idea of better will unfold with the ongoing practice of analyzing data, both qualitative, through our surveys and, and rounding, um, and quantitative, just through all of the, th- the work that I really appreciate Jen Garcia and our curriculum office really helping provide, um, that's helpful for me to know where I can spend my time, and, the, and to use that to make informed decision on a daily basis in a transparent way for those I serve.
0: All right, so this kind of brings us to the end, and then Mr. Balker, I want to thank you for being here. We do ask one. Uh, kind of final question to all of our guests. Um, You could work anywhere. You have worked other places and yet you choose to be here in Porterville. You choose to get up on a daily basis and drive to Granite Hills. Um, I know that's a bit of a journey for you. So why do you choose to work at Porterville Unified School District?
1: You know, my wife asked me that question a lot. We lived in paradise. She's born and raised in Catalina. There's beautiful weather all year round. I, I left on amazing terms. It was one of the hardest decisions I ever made, but I'm from here. This is my home. Um, it's my pleasure to be here and I thank you again, but I want to acknowledge first that I choose to work for this district because it's personal for me. Uh, not only is it making this district, making moves that, uh, that, uh, you know, support staff and students, but it it is what shaped me to be who I am. I had a great experience in this system. Um, as a student, and I want to ensure that this community continues to benefit from our efforts to serve our future leaders. I I want to say that uh, with all the chaos in the world going on, um, the authentic conversations I feel that I can have with with colleagues, with uh, people that uh, supervise and support me, as well as those I serve, make it feel like I'm back home.
0: I'm glad to hear that. So, uh, Mr. Bauker, I want to thank you again for being here, but I I do want to acknowledge there's a lot of hands that going into making this podcast happen. Uh, Kevin and Patrick are our sound engineers, making it all sound cohesive and nice. Uh, Noemi and Renee do our Spanish translation of the podcast, so you can also listen to this podcast in Spanish, where I sound much more eloquent uh, when I'm portrayed by somebody else. Mr. Paul Young, our um, strings teacher at Pioneer Middle School, provided us with the beautiful music. Um, And so there's a lot of hands that go into making this podcast happen, and I want to extend a a sincere... um, Thank you and and gratitude to those people, and we will see you next time.